Welcome back to After the Other Sports Talk, and I'm your host, Aiden Meyer. Okay, so first of all, apologize for no episode yesterday. Um, I had a lot going on. I had school from 6 in the morning to 2, and then right after school, baseball trials till 5. And then right after those baseball trials, five to seven is basketball practice. So there wasn't really a lot of time yesterday, but that's fastest. And today we're going to be joined with Colin. And uh, we're mostly be discussing the um, the NFL, um, I mean, NFL, NBA playoff picture right now and how things are looking because a lot of things have been shaken shaking up and some Celtics um, 76ers game last night which is a huge game um, really for the whole Eastern Conference and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about to start the Justin Houston signing to the Colts and then if we have time which I think we will we'll discuss a little bit of the March Madness brackets because those started today it's uh, so a lot to get to so um, first of all uh, the Justin Houston signing um, Justin Houston who is cut by the Chiefs, is now a uh, four-time Pro Bowler. Justin Houston agrees to terms on a two-year deal with the Colts. So he used to play for the Chiefs, got cut, now he's on the Colts. And the deal is worth a total of $24 million over the next two years. Personally, for the Colts, I think this is a great move. This team has yeah, a ton of Colts fan. No, well, Patriots, then Colts. I like the Colts, but no, 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 no. Seriously, you know, guys, I, I try not to be biased. I've ripped on the Patriots before. And they have a ton of salary cap space to spend. That's why. And they're bolstering up their defense. Like, I feel like defensively, they have a few pieces. Like, really, Darius Leonard. Like, adding Justin Houston, like, that's that's big. I think offensively, they need another, like, receiver. I like Eric Ebron. Like, I think he's a good red zone target, but his touchdowns, He's not as good as his touchdowns, really, say. Um, I think they need another receiver, personally. I think they need a better running back. Like, as I said, like, running backs, like, not a huge, like, like I feel like you can get, like, cheap guys. Marlon Mack, to me, like, just, you can do better. I love their offensive line. And Andrew Luck, I, obviously, Andrew Luck's very good. And now with this offensive line, I think he'll be able to stay healthy. I just think they need to upgrade at running back, and they need to try to go get another receiver. That's it, offensively. Defensively, though, they need help in the secondary. They needed help in the pass rush. They had Darius Leonard who's kind of going to be like that Bobby Wagner kind of guy who racks up a lot of tackles, and he's going to be really good. Um, but Justin Houston really adds their pass rush. This team made to the playoffs last year, and they want to make noise again, and they want to make themselves a bigger free agency destiny ne- destination next year uh, by adding Justin Houston, make things seem a little better. Uh, and I like the signing for both sides. For Justin Houston, I think he's getting a solid amount of money. Personally, I think he could have got maybe a, a literally uh, maybe. A, a little more money, I think Justin Houston could have got, but not not a ton. And he gets to go play somewhere where he's going to win, and I think he'll be a solid fit there. So you know, this isn't a bad move for both sides. Uh, if I were to choose a winner between the Colts or Justin Houston, I'd say it's probably the Colts. But I don't know. That, that one's tough. I think it's a kind of a win-win situation for both sides. This makes the Colts scarier, obviously, and uh, but they just need to upgrade their defense, work on their offense a little, and they have a ton of salary cap space to spend. Frank Reich had a good first year. 
Reich, Reich, however you want to say it. Oh, what do you think about the signing call? Pretty good. I mean, he's getting paid the right amount of money because he's kind of old. But, um, yeah, I think it was just good signing. They needed a, they needed him for their defense. Yeah, he is pretty old. Um, so now the big topic of the day is the uh, NBA playoff picture. So first, we're going to run down the standings here. I'm not going to do any games behind. We'll focus on the big spots. So in case you didn't know, right now in the East, the Bucks are in first. Raptors are in second. 76ers are in third. All three of them have clinched playoff spots. Then there's the Pacers at four, Celtics at five, Pistons at six, Nets at seven, Heat at eight, Magic at nine, Hornets at 10, Wizards at 11, Hawks at 12, Bulls at 13, Cavs at 14, Knicks at 15. And then the West, Warriors and Nuggets have both clinched spots with the Warriors in first, Nuggets in second. Then the Rockets are in third, Trailblazers are in fourth, Utah Jazz are in fifth, San Antonio Spurs are in sixth, LA Clippers are in seventh, and yes, the Oklahoma City Thunder went from third to eight in about a week. Wait, they're, they're in third. Well, they're in eighth. They're yes. technically tied with the Spurs for sixth and are technically basically a win away from getting fifth place. But then there's the Kings at nine, Timberwolves at ten, Lakers at eleven, Hellens at twelve, Grizzlies at thirteen, Mavericks at fourteen, Suns at fifteen. First, I'm going to start, uh, before we do that, though, quickly uh, try to go over the Celtics game a little bit. Celtics should have won last night. Let me just tell you that. And it's not just because we faced the Sixers and we always beat the 76ers. Jimmy Butler had a good shot at the end to expand the lead and uh, put things out of reach. But we scored 39 points in the first quarter and 30 in the second quarter, outscoring them. Uh, what was the score at half? It was sixty-nine to fifty-eight. We were up by eleven. It was it was in Philly, great, but we are undefeated against Philly. We do a good job against Philadelphia, and then the second half, I don't know what happened. We fell apart, and really, our defense was not good all night. Really, it was not. It, we didn't play very good defensively. We had Marcus Smart shove Joel Embiid for an unnecessary reason. As a Celtics fan. Marcus Smart overreacted. Joel Embiid really didn't do anything wrong. Maybe gave him a little nudge on the pick, but nothing bad. He comes up and shoves him. Come on. I mean, that's just... Uh, it just bothers me, even as a Celtics fan, to just see him do that unnecessary. And these are the things that make Marcus Smart hated. this flopping and this. I mean, he's a good hustler, and how do you not like the guy? Well, this is why. The flopping and this. I mean, personally, though, last night... um. Really, Kyrie carried you, and Al Horford had a good offensive night, but he didn't play good defensively. Uh, Jason Tatum was okay. I feel like he's still bothered by that injury. Scoring numbers that went down. Marcus Morris was horrible last night. Um, Jalen Brown has really been cooling off of late as well. And really, Horford was good offensively. Kyrie was by far your best player, and Terry Rozier was locked in off the bench. No one else really impressed me last night. Daniel Tice had a bad game. Seven point uh, minutes, a rebound. But yeah, I mean, it's not the big big picture here. It's the fact that Marcus Smart's playing 19 minutes and giving us three points and an ejection. What good's that going to do us? Jalen Brown's not putting up the same numbers he has off the bench. Uh, Gordon Hayward is out right now. Uh, Marcus Morris' scoring numbers have just been down and a little inconsistent this past few games. Tatum's scoring numbers have been down the past few games. And Horford played good offensively, but not defensively. Al Horford is the kryptonite of Joel Embiid. And last night, Embiid went off for 37 points and 22 rebounds. Given he played 41 minutes. But, 
You can't let go. You It's 20. Oh, wait. No, I'm, oh, I'm reading the wrong player. Sorry. Yep. Um, last night, really, though, eight points from the 76ers bench. It shows how poor and lackluster they are. They run a nine-man rotation uh, with Mike Scott as their sixth man. And if Mike Scott's your sixth man playing 21 minutes, grabbing four boards and assisting four re- uh, points, uh, like, Why I don't know. TJ McConnell, their sixth man? I mean, TJ McConnell should probably get more minutes or should Boban, uh, and a little less for James Ennis and Mike Scott. But that's how it's going to go in Philadelphia. They got the win last night. And the thing is, too, you outshot them so badly. They shot 38% from the field, which isn't that great. You shot 47% from the field. You shot 38% from three. They shot 33%. So you outshot them. The thing is, though, they got to the free throw line 43 times. You got there 16. It shows how weak your team is. Your team is weak. You had 25 fouls and let them get to line 43 times. And the thing is, they capitalized shooting 91% as a team. If you shoot 91% of the team as a team from the free throw line, that is so impressive. But if you shoot 91% shooting 39 for 43, you're going to win the game. You can be outshot by, let's see, the Celtics outshot them by a total of 9% from the field and 5% from three. Free throws won the Sixers the game last night. They Their comeback was good. The comeback was nice. Joel Embiid's rebounds, I mean, you got out-rebounded 54-46, to but I don't think that was the X factor. You got rebounded by eight, but you did outscore them in the paint. I mean, really, there's nothing that really popped out. You outshot them last night from the field in three. They out-rebounded you by a little, and they had a few more blocks, but, like, nothing major. The only thing was you outshot them, but they got to the free throw line way more and were hitting their free throws. And, and I, I say that's the reason that's that makes me feel good last The comeback's nice that they scored 27-33 and 33 were able to combine 60 points. They really played a little better uh, on offense in the second half than they did in the first half. You just kind of fell apart at the end of that game and didn't really get much help. Um, and last night, yeah, as I said, you outshot them, but they got to the free throw line 43 times and hit 39. That's technically 39 free points. And that fresh has to frustrate you that you can only get to the line 16 times. This Celtics team has really struggled to get to the free throw line all year, and it's going to cost them these type of games. And, like, I, I don't know. When you outshoot a team that badly, but they win the game because they went to the free throw line 43 times, you only went 16. Like, that's good. We need to get to the free throw line. This Celtics team is just afraid. Let's just kick it out for a three every time. No, let's get in there, draw some fouls, and show a little aggression. Please. And I don't want to see the other teams going to the free throw line 43 times. And I want to see you going to the line at least 20 times. And they have not been able to do that all year. What do you think about last night's game? I mean, same thing. It's really like they didn't get to the free throw line enough. In our defense, we didn't have Gordon Hayward. Yeah, that doesn't really make a difference. I mean... It does, but maybe last night. Who knows? Maybe last night because no one else could do anything really for the I Celtics. Don't, and I don't besides Kyrie are... Irving, Al Horford on offense, and Terry Rozier. Well, and when Rozier has a good game, it's just because he's scoring well. He doesn't pass, doesn't play defense, doesn't rebound. Last night, you were really... I don't know how you were in that game, though, at the same time. You just had, like... 
okay contributions that added up to almost a win. What do you think? Well, I mean, are you going to let me talk this time? Yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, Yeah, they just got... Didn't get to the free throw line enough. And that's pretty much it. Okay. Um, so, yeah, now we're going to get to the, the playoff seeding, which last night's loss to the Celtics, though. Three seed? No, you're not getting it. I'm sorry. This is what's happening. No, we're not getting the three seed. It's not. No, we're done. The 76ers are in the playoffs. So far, you haven't clinched a spot. But, no, you're not going to slip to the six seed, but it's either the five or the four seed now. Basically, either you can be uh, home to the Pacers in the first round or away. Either way, if you win that series, you're going to face the Bucs. That's my take here. The Celtics, I just want to see them battle, get the four seed, so that way you just get home court advantage, just to make that first round a little more comfortable. Because I think the Pacers could do a little damage. And I just don't want that risk. Just go and get the four seed. The Pacers have like one of the toughest schedules in the league coming up. They have a really tough schedule. I know, I saw it, and I'm looking it up right now. They have the Warriors today. Then they have the Nuggets, then they have the Thunder, then they have the Celtics, then they have the Magic. Then they have the Pistons, they have the Pistons again. They have the Celtics, they have the Nets, and the Hawks. They face two non-playoff teams. They have a very tough schedule in the Celtics. If you if you fail to get that four seed, I'm going to be very disappointed. You face the Hornets, the Spurs, the Cavaliers, the Pacers, the Nets, the Heat, the Heat again, the Pacers, the Magic, and the Wizards. That is such an easy, soft schedule. It's not even funny. The Pacers have one of the toughest schedules. I think, relatively, you have a pretty easy schedule. You just need to win those Pacers games. Even if you split the uh, rest of the season series one-to-one and it keeps things balanced, I still think you can get the four seed. You just at least need to split the rest of the season series. Your two games against the Pacers, you need to at least split it one and one. Because I think from there on out, the Pacers have a worse team than you. And they're four and six in your last ten. You're six and four. They're on a three-game losing streak. Sure, you're on a two-game losing streak. Uh, but they weren't horrible losses. The Pacers, though, they have a really tough schedule. If you split that series one and one, I can probably guarantee you, you're probably gonna get the, probably gonna get the four seed. If you beat them 2-0, well, then I certainly hope you end up getting that seed. Unless we just choke these easy games. But really, we're a game back of the Pacers. We're four back of the 76ers. And the 76ers, I think, even have an easier schedule than you do. Um, which I think maybe I'm... I mean, look at it. Hawks, the Magic, the Nets, the Timberwolves, the Mavericks, Hawks, Bucks, which is the top one. And then the Bulls, the Heat, the Bulls. So, so yeah, but it's going to be a little easier than yours. Not by a whole lot, but you're not getting the three seed. Last night, if you wanted the three seed, you had to win. You didn't. It's gone. And the 76ers have won six in a row. Then now, I'd rather face the Raptors than the Bucks in the second round. And now that you don't get the three seed, well, that means you're probably going to have to run to the Bucks in the first round. It's just how it's going to go now. This is how it happens. I know they, even though they lost Malcolm Brogdon, they're a deep enough I mean, team. Second round, you mean? Yeah, that's what I said. And um, I kind of look at it. You're not going to fall the sixth seed right now. And it's like the Pistons, the Nets, the Heat. I think right now in both conferences, the 16 teams that are are going to be the 16 teams. I always I was high on the Hornets at the beginning of the year. 
but they have been really struggling lately. It gives even Kemba an even bigger excuse to leave. Uh, the Western Conference, then looking there, first of all, I just want to say the Kings. They're not making the playoffs. They're seven games back, which is a little uh, disappointing because I would have liked to see the Kings get in. But as a Celtics fan, I'm glad they didn't get in at the same time because we own their pick. This is a very good draft. I want any lottery odds we can get. I believe, though, if it ends up being, like, top three or something, the 76ers get it. But, listen, just I want as high as a pick in this draft so you can get. I think this draft is really good. So, I mean, the Kings aren't going to get in, unfortunately. I would have liked to see them get in. It would have been nice. Uh, but, I mean, I think the 16 teams that are in now are going to be the 16 teams. It's going to be nice to see Dwayne Wade, like, just play out. But the Thunder drop four games and drop from the three seed to the eight seed. It shows how compact the West is right now. Last season, we were talking about how, you know, between, like, the seven and the ten seed, like, anyone could have got that. Like, one game could change. Like, one night, the standings could all swap. And um, this season, it's just as compact from, like, the five seed to the eight seed. So it's all the teams that are in, just what seed do you want? Every team wants, no team wants that eight seed. Then you have to face the Warriors. But personally, the Warriors have to hope that it's not the Thunder in the first round. Because they'd rather face the Clippers or the Spurs. Like, that would just be like, oh, that would just be bad for the Warriors. You know, like, you don't want that first round matchup against the Thunder. You'd much rather, the Thunder are a threat to you. I'm sorry, if there's a threat to you, it's the Thunder or the Rockets. In, in the West, I mean, you could argue maybe the Jazz. Okay. I don't know, maybe the Nuggets. Again, I'm not too high on the Nuggets. Like, I'm not hating on the Nuggets because a ton of people have been talking about how everyone wants to face the Nuggets. It's like, well, Nuggets are doing good. I see that, but the Nuggets are, sure, they're a very well-coached team. They're a good team. Yeah, well-coached. They have a deep team, which comes in very handy in the playoffs, and... They're solid, but I think they're overachieving a little bit. They're very inexperienced. Not very, but they're pretty inexperienced. And personally, I'm just not a huge believer in the Nuggets. I think they're kind of going to be prone to an upset. I think if they face like the Clippers or the Spurs, and the Thunder could really give them a, a pretty good uh, series. So what do you think about the Western Conference? Um, I think... Overall, it's like everybody's like, oh, the Thunder are the 8th seed. They're going to stay there because now they're the 8th. No. They're going to go up to, like, the 5 seed. And the Spurs are going to – Honestly, earlier in the season, if if the Jazz were had, like, 41 wins right – I mean, not the Jazz. The Kings had 41 wins right now. I think the Spurs wouldn't be in the playoffs come playoff time. Really? Because if the Kings weren't – I feel like the Kings could go on a good run like the end of the season. So, I don't I don't think they can get in the playoffs now because they're, they need, like, how many wins? Like, 10? Yeah, it's pretty unrealistic for them. Yeah. Do you think every all the 16 teams that are in now are going to be in? Um, Probably. no. Really? I can't. I think the either. I think the Magic are going to be in. Really? They're a uh, game and a half behind the Heat. Both mm-hmm. of them are in three games. The Heat are eight and two in their last uh, 
10 games. I just think the Heat are going to get in. It depends, like, what their schedule is because I don't, I don't personally All right, The like Heat schedule is they have the Bucks. Ooh. They have the Wizards, the Magic, which is going to be that big. That's going to be a big game. But then the Mavericks, the Knicks, the Celtics, Celtics again, the Timberwolves, Raptors, 76ers, and Nets. So I wouldn't really say it's easy. I'd say it's a little over average. Mm-hmm. So, and who do the Magic have? Magic. Um, Magic have the Grizzlies, 76ers, that Heat game. The Pistons, the Pacers, the Raptors, the Knicks, the Hawks, the Celtics, and the Warriors. So I think they keep right a little bit off, but not by a lot. So I'll say the Magic. I think it kind of, to me, goes down to who can... Which team can stay hot? Well, which team wins? It depends. Whichever team wins that... um. Both their teams are doing pretty good. That game that they're right. going to play in, like, whatever it is, like, three days or something. The, yeah, um, like six days. The um, Heat versus Magic game. Oh, whoever, that'll be huge. Whoever yeah. wins that game gets in the playoffs. I mean, that could be a fair statement for sure. I think I just think the Heat are going to get in. Uh, both of those teams are pretty hot. I think which team can stay hot and which team can win the head-to-head matchup. That's just my opinion. And it's going to be who wants it more. kind of seemed like the Heat were, like, in the playoffs, but they were just like, what's the point? I mean, let's try to go get someone in the lottery. And it seemed like they were kind of tanking, but now they're kind of going on a roll again, and I don't know. The Magic have kind of been a little bit of a surprise, I think, this season. And from there on out, I mean, the Hornets have a little bit of a chance, but they're 3-7 and seven in their last, and the Wizards. Uh, but, I mean, it's just, it's probably not going to happen. Don't forget about the Knicks. They have the biggest Sorry. chance of getting 39 games behind the box. So I think sad. they're not yet. I'm sorry, Knicks fans. You guys will probably be good next year. Uh, but, I mean, looking at this playoff thing, though, I really think the Eastern Conference for, like, the eight seed could be the, really the only thing that changes between probably the Magic and the Heat. I'd rather see the Heat in with Dwayne Wade. I'd, I'd rather see the Heat in. But who really cares because they're going to face the Bucks and probably lose. Probably. I'd say. Maybe, you know, the Heat can muster a game, but I, I just don't think the Magic are a playoff team. Do I really believe the Heat are? No. I think the Heat could win maybe, what, are they, they're 35 and 36. I think they could be like a 38-win team right now. But they seem to kind of give up. I don't know. But the Heat, I think, could be a little better. They overpay all their players. Um, I mean, they do have a good player, Justice Winslow. He, he can play four different positions. Yeah, I mean... That's the thing, like, with him, they say he's a forward, but he doesn't really play like he one. He plays point guard. He's a facil- like a facilitator type. Like, is he- it's like a Ben Simmons, exactly. And, like, a, I guess you could say a Tyreek Evans or an Evan Turner. Like, he's a forward, but he is plays he? Point guard. Yeah. He's, he just doesn't really – his play style isn't like one. It moves him to an oversized point guard, which really isn't bad, I don't think. Uh, to have a guy like that can have some good vision, like that's fine. But we're not going to get into detail on that. Really, really uh, pictures for me in the East. I say the Bucks still get the first seed. Raptors second seed. Sixers third seed. Celtics get the four seed and swap with the Pacers. I say Nets get the six seed. Pistons get the that seven. one. I'm torn on. I don't know about that. And, and then they, Magic I, or Heat get the eight. Heat get the eight. The really only thing that's going to change is the Celtics and Pacers. I think. And then maybe the Nets and Pistons. And then the Western Conference, the Warriors are going to get the first seed. Nuggets get the second. I think the – 
think the Rockets will get the third. I think the Trailblazers will get the fourth. I think the Thunder? I think so. Thunder will get the fifth. Thunder either going to get the fifth or the sixth, I think. Maybe even the fourth. Fourth, fifth, or sixth. And then the Jazz either get the fifth or sixth. The Spurs? Eighth. eighth. Spurs are 9-1 and one their last 10 games. Just lost last night. And the Clippers are 8-2. and two. There have been some good teams lately. So, I don't know. Uh, personally, I think everything stays the same. Just a few spots move. But nothing drastic happens. Drastic. A little more changes in the West than the East. In the East, the changes are really minor, I think. Just the only thing Jurassic happening is the Knicks beat getting it in. I'd actually love to see the Pistons get the seventh seed. I'm not saying they beat the Raptors, but they've always seemed to give the Raptors a game. I feel like I wouldn't pick them to win, seed. and I think the Raptors would win. But I think the Pistons could give them a series, and who knows? I actually, I think the Nets, I, I think the Nets, I like them a little more than the Pistons. Personally, when I look at the rosters, I might be like, oh, the Pistons are a little better. But the Nets, I think they're an interesting team. But I'd rather see them maybe face the Sixers. And the Pistons and the Raptors would be a good series because Dwayne Casey facing the Raptors, that's just always been a good game. Uh, this whole season, it's always delivered. And I don't know about that in the playoffs, but it just has. And I'm just going to base it off that. So we've got a, f- uh, a few minutes left. So we're going to go over a little bracket. Uh, talk because the NCAA started today, and um, so first of all, so far in the games that have happened today, oh, no. So I just want to say the half's almost over in the Nevada game, and I picked Nevada to go to the final four. They're losing by six. Um, but so far today, Minnesota beat Louisville, and I picked Minnesota to win that game. LSU versus Yale. LSU won. I picked LSU. Auburn versus New Mexico State. I picked Auburn. They won. Florida State versus who's UVM. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold up. I'll find this. Um, Let me see. Sorry. Uh, Vermont. Sorry. I picked uh, Florida State. Here's one. Belmont versus Maryland. So, I did two brackets. I did one online, and I did one with my family on paper. The one on paper, I did last night, and I put Maryland to win that game. So, I got it right there. But then on the computer, I finished it this morning, make a few changes this morning, and I decided to put Belmont to win. So, I got it wrong on the computer and got it right on paper. I always put the same bracket down. I would have, but then I, this morning, changed it on the computer, but not on my paper. Uh, so I got that one half correct, half incorrect. Kansas versus over Northeastern, I got that right. Uh, Murray State over Marquette, I picked Murray State. And so far, that's all that's happened. But I picked Nevada to go to the Final Four. They're losing by five. And I picked Kentucky. So, so far, I have a perfect bracket on one, and I have one wrong on the other. And I but Nevada a- could bust my bracket right now, and it was a risk. I was like, I think it's worth taking. I I thought. I, I actually I saw a few people pick Nevada to win it all. I just don't think they're going to win it all. But Nevada is a very experienced team. They're good on both ends of the court. And, and they they're the, probably the most experienced team in the bracket. They have those two twins. They made a run last year, yeah. And Florida, like, please. Please just beat Florida. And Florida. <laughs> oh, Florida. They have a tough, tough task because right now they're losing to Florida. 
If they move on, they're probably going to have to face Michigan. Wait, are they in the fir- oh, they're in the first. They're, they're going to have a tough road. They're going to have a really tough road. Now that I think about it, I'm not sure they're going to go to the Final Four. But Wait, you had them going to the Final Four? Yes. And they have such a tough... I have their road right now being, if they win, they're going to face Michigan. And if they win that, they're going to have to face Texas Tech. And if they win that, they're going to have to face Murray State. And if they win that, they're going to have to face Duke, which is where they lose. Which is some tough games. I'm not sure they make the final four. They can make it to like the Elite Eight. Or even the Sweet 16. I'm And hopefully, um, I have them losing. I have Tennessee, North Carolina, and Duke. So hopefully those three can make it. And then Nevada's my only wrong one. But they, they made it solid or far enough. You're not going to get it perfect. Uh, so far it is perfect, but let's be honest. It's probably perfect for millions of people. The only kid who's ever got um, a perfect bracket did, doesn't even watch college basketball. Yeah, barely. More of a baseball guy. Yeah. Uh, so, so far, nothing has happened in the South. In the Midwest, Auburn beat New Mexico by one state. Uh, New Mexico State, 78-77. Kansas beat Northeastern, 87-53. I've actually been to Northeastern game last year, and it's like a small gym. Like, there weren't even a lot of people there, and they weren't even that good. I think they won the game. I forget. It was like a year ago. And I remember they weren't even that big. Now they're in the uh, tournament. A lot of people picked them to win the first round against Kansas, but they got blown out. Uh, Kansas played really good, but they didn't really play that good. They were inefficient. Um but I'm not going to talk about that too much. Also, right now it's Kentucky versus Abel Christian is 26 to 10. Yeah, Kentucky's probably going to win that. Um, Nevada versus Florida, 28 to 35. I need Nevada to win so bad in that game. But you get the point. Uh, you guys don't want to hear me ramble on. You probably know who won already because maybe you're listening to this and already know. But I'm just praying Nevada wins because they're going to bust my bracket. But I picked Virginia to win last year and. Uh, yeah, we all know how that went. They lost in the first round. Things happen. Personally, though, it's just for fun. I'm not, like, putting money on any of these. It's just for fun. And then, yeah. So, you know, I can't worry about it too much. But I'm just hoping uh, Nevada can just get through at least a few rounds. I picked Duke to win. I really didn't want to do that. But I'll, how about this? Hopefully, when the bracket's over, I can tell you my bracket, what places I came in, and every all of them, and, like, how I did. I We'll go over all my picks and all of that. Uh in uh, sometime, uh, probably like the April 9th episode, or April 10th, whenever I end up getting to it. The thing I hate about it, though, is it's on a Monday night, so it's like, uh The thing I hate about picking Duke is that they always- Oh, bad everybody's, track record. Everybody's like this. They're like, oh, Duke, best no, team. No, But- I, how it is I read, every single Their road year. to the thing's too easy. It's t- like, you want me to read it to you? What my projected- uh, road to it it is for them. They face North Dakota State. Then I predict they'll face VCU. You guys might disagree with I this say road. I UCF. Uh, UCF. It could be either one. And I then know. I have them facing Liberty, and it could easily be like Virginia Tech. And I have them facing LSU, and then Nevada. Or I see a lot of people have them. That, facing... That's probably an incorrect road because I pick so many upsets. I but... I have them facing no. Well, I have them facing Michigan State, and I know a lot of people will pick Michigan State to win over them in the Sweet 16, so I thought that was pretty questionable. But All right, so, yeah, that's all we have for you guys today. You guys can send in on the Anchor mobile app your uh, bracket and some bracket predictions and whatever. Uh, you guys want anything, but that's just a suggestion. So, suggestion. So, as I said, sorry for no episode yesterday and Monday. I'm trying my best. This is a very busy week. Um, 
see you. Yeah, thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Thank you.